This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Rock Zone podcast. This is episode two or part two of the London XL 2023 review show. Um, of course, it's myself, Max and Mikey in the room. Hi, guys. Um, and I think where we left off in the last week's episode or last episode as such was uh, getting your guys, your participant on course reviews. So, boys, are you ready to hear them? Let's go. Fantastic. Three, two, one. Rocks on in. <laughs> Rocks on in. Why are you doing this again? <laughs> Rocks on in. Righty ho. So, last episode, we left everyone on a bit of a cliffhanger whilst we were talking about High Rocks London, which uh, just so happens to have been the largest High Rocks of all time. Whoa, whoa. Um, Where were we, <laughs> And uh, we spoke about our own races and uh, had some pretty momentous uh, things to share from, from some incredible athletes. So, uh, if you've not listened to that episode, please rewind uh, back to that show before listening to this one. Um, However, what we have in store for you this episode, well, we are directing the attention not on ourselves, but on the Hyrox community, starting with a classic segment of the Rock Zone crew sneaking into the Rock Zone, holding a microphone into poor athletes' faces and seeing if we can get some funny sound bites off them while they're on the brink of physical and mental exertion. Exactly. I think this is pretty good. So, Has that, that painted a bit of a word picture? I, I think that is, yeah. Oh, okay. I think, and, and thank you to everyone that's about to hear themselves play back. So <laughs> um, here's our first clip. How would you describe your body right now? A dumpster fire. On fire. Classic. Ah, oh, great. I didn't understand that, clearly. <laughs> On fire, classic. Uh, classic. A dumpster fire a there. Dumpster I really fire like that. Yeah. Okay. It's a callback okay. to when we did it at London Olympia. It was like, how are your legs? On fire! On fire. Yeah, that's why I heard it. And I was like, ah, yeah. oh, we've heard that one before. But no. Sorry, that's on me. A dumpster fire, though. Why is that like more severe than a normal fire? Do you think? Ah, because it's it's rubbish that's burning. It's like <laughs> all the fumes and evilness. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, yeah. It's I, I like it that it's contained as well. It's like it's been pushed along on wheels and there's just flames pouring out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was so. Uh, yeah, dumpster fire to start it off. Uh, okay, what well, next up? We asked. What did we ask next? I think we got it in clip clip two. Who are you running from? I don't know. That's a really mean question to ask. (laughs) Yeah, I did that at the marathon when you were doing it. I held up a sign that said, uh, keep running from your problems. Yes. And uh, I got a lot of angry faces look at me at that. So I thought, oh, let's see if we can do it here. Let's see if we can... Interrupt uh, a poor yeah. girl's race. So obviously I was asking questions like that, and then I finally I wanted to know... What's the theme song to your race? <laughs> Eye of the oh, Tiger? No, gonna run. Gonna yeah. run now. How does it go? It's a rocky tune. <laughs> it's a tune? I don't know it. The rocky, the rocky thing. Oh, the rocky tune? Yeah, not, not, not Eye of the Tiger, the other one. Oh. Da-da-da, Yes, yes. Enjoy your race. Da, da, da. You know what's brilliant about da, 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 da. that? This da, lady da, 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 da. is in the middle of a da, da. high rocks race, 
and still has more brain capacity than you at that moment yeah. and is like showing you up of like, what do you mean? The rocket chain. <laughs> Fair play. Fair so play. turn that around. Not only did she sing it, but also put Ben to shame there. Yeah. So uh, kudos. Double I, points for you. I have to say it was pretty fun asking athletes whilst they were running stuff. I think there was one, there was one point, I'm not sure we've got the clip for it today, where I said, uh, I see you're running. Um, do you fancy your chances against Rishi Sunak? <laughs> <laughs> and the woman just went, paused and went yeah <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was gold that's just the easiest thing to say you know yeah. if if you just didn't understand the question <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and i'm off <laughs> so we obviously we were in the rock zone and then we thought you know what let's take it to the finish line and uh, get a bit of what people were saying after they crossed the warbles okay how'd you go fucking warbles man <laughs> Feel good? You happy? Uh, yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah? So, so happy. That's amazing. Are you recording this? I am, that's all right. It was a beautiful soundbite. That's Come and do high rocks, it's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you so much. Come do Fucking wall balls, man. Come and do Irox. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Put it on the brochure. Yeah, 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 exactly that. Exactly that. Have we got another one? Yeah, we've got an honest review up next. Okay. How was your race? Amazing. Yeah? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I loved it. Hardest thing I've done. Yeah? What was yeah. the hardest part? The sled. Yeah? What, yeah. Do you, what do you think about the sled? Just fucked you up right at the start. It's horrible. Horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> If you could talk to your sled right now, what would you say? Fuck you. Nice, nice. <laughs> wow. Maybe this is a, a new like way, strategy to extract important information out of uh, people. You know how they like torture people with spies to like get information. Like you, waterboard people. We're gonna yeah, high but you people. have to, you have them do high rocks, and then at the finish line, you ask them a whole bunch of questions, and they're so honest and free. That What's your pin number? <laughs> Five four two nine. Yeah, what? I, I bet that is your pin number. It's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> oh, brilliant! But no, thank you to everyone that did appreciate us putting mics in your face. No and, one appreciated that. Well, I think there was one or two people that like I like your show and i was oh, like oh okay. that's nice okay um so we've got um we've got a whole host of stuff coming out uh on socials at rock pod so if you're not already subscribed head over to instagram and you can check all the stuff all the unfiltered stuff that's going to come out there um but max you had this idea for something that is going to feature on instagram mm-hmm. um and you put together quite the show with uh, you and your used cars salesman suit and you had a game show that you were putting together you were acting as a producer as such how did that go? I wasn't acting as a producer, actually. I was uh, trying to go for shit sports broadcaster. Mm, very Borat-esque. I thought I, I thought I looked the part, yeah. personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the whole idea was that uh, Hunter McIntyre is the elite, the uppermost echelon of the sport, and no one is going to beat him anytime soon. Um, at least no one in this room, right? Mm. So uh, if we're going to do content, well, you know what, how about we try and put this guy on our level. Yeah, yeah, you know, bring him, him back down to reality. Make him a more regular man. So my idea was to get everyday High Rocks athletes to compete against Hunter in a series of completely random challenges that were created the night before uh, in my brain. Um, <laughs> and it is a game show that we called Beat the Elite. 
rather aptly. Nice, right? nice. I, I, I like that. I think that's going to great traction, and I'm. I hope we're going to roll it out. I hope further. it goes viral. Yes. How so, did it go? But well, by the time of listening to this episode, uh, please do head over to at Pod on Instagram, where you will find the full version of this. And let's be honest, it's a visual game show. You need to see me in the suit and Hunter being made fun of. Um, but uh, essentially, we went round and asked punters uh, to take on the world champ uh, in a series of random challenges. But my favourite thing about all of this and to get everyone to go and check this out on Instagram was everyone's reaction to this question. Hey, man. Do you know who Hunter McIntyre is? Who? <laughs> huh? It was such a savage question because you asked it again and again to every single person that came up, and Hunter's face just dropped each time. He even turned to you and was like, "Bro, do you need to ask that question?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good because it's. Uh, it's a. Ve- he's a very polarizing guy. You either know him, and you like him, or you hate him, or you don't know him at all. I like the one. There's a. There's a clip of this huge guy, and you're like, "Do you know who this is?" And he's like. Not a, not a clue. No, and, and then he's like, do you want to go against him? He's like, no, nah, look at him, he's huge. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, as Ben suggested, it's uh, it's an interesting piece of uh, content. I hope you like it. Uh, if not, um, well, we're probably going to try and run it again with uh, another elite athlete. Maybe James Kelly. I think mm. that guy might be, might be up for a we bit of fun. We should Aussie theme it. That would mm. be funny. Yes. That would be funny. Um, well, High Rocks London, as always, you are bloody hilarious. But let's find out how you got on compared to the rest of the season as we get a little sexy with science. Yes, please. Ready for my London intro? Oh. oh. Where's he going to go Am with I this? ever? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Cool, blimey. Are you for reals, governor? That's, is that your voice? <laughs> that is 100% Mikey. Mikey, yes. I needed to knock something up before I came into the studio. I was like, that'll do. God. Can you do a live version of that for me? Yes. <laughs> cool, blimey. Are you for reals, governor? I feel like I'm in Oliver Twist right now. <laughs> it was either that or this one. Oh, yeah. Who? okay the nathanator has been activated he's switched on he's downloaded the data and he's here to give us some sweet stats brah how you doing, Nathan, mate? How are you? All right, boyos. All right, oh. boyo. Oh. We need to talk about Nathan's voice, first yeah. of all. He <laughs> was yelling the whole weekend. So he's lost his voice. He's lost his legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all going wrong. Yeah, you lost uh, your foot. That was fun. I, I enjoy shouting at people. Encour- encouraging them, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You were great. You were great at supporting. And encouraging the judges. Yeah. I was watching the boobies, and every time... The judge and the lunges, they made sure that they went past the line. Yeah. I would give a big whoop. I would go, well oh. done, judge. <laughs> well done, judge. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, as well, I've realised having Nathan support you is the worst thing ever because you're like, I'm going to have to cross yeah. this line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> properly cross this line. Like, no qualms. Like, <laughs> I remember doing a shorter lunge, so I knew that the next lunge <laughs> yeah. would definitely yeah. cross the line. Do you know what I've realised? We could probably sell Nathan as, like, an independent adjudicator that keeps, like, the, the judging body in check. <laughs> so we could actually, like, license his services to actually ensure that High Rock's judging standards don't slip. I, I think it needs to be more simple than this. I think Nathan needs to write a book on judging. 
<laughs> I, I just think he does. That's our new merch. Yeah, that, that actually, <laughs> coming yeah. in a Christmas stocking filler. Yeah. <laughs> Two copies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Nathan's parents. <laughs> I love it, mate. I love it. Well, uh, quickly, what was your highlight of the day? My highlight of the weekend. Let me think. Oh well, it's got to be the poster of uh, the the Pac Man. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was huge, wasn't it? We actually had, um, I can't remember the name of the person off the top of my head, but they um, their son um, drew a picture of a Pac-Man eating ghosts and said, gobble them up, mummy. And uh, of course, that is an earlier reference to Nathan's mantra uh, from a couple of episodes ago, where you imagine yourself as a Pac-Man running around the course. But wasn't it fantastic to see something that we've talked about on the pod, like manifest itself in someone else's uh, mantra? Well, not only that, just a completely random thing as yeah. well. Like, yeah. Nathan's powered-up Pac-Man reference has somehow made it yeah. into a little kid's Coloring motivational book. drawing. Yeah. I've suddenly realised, lads, we need to watch our language as well if little kids are listening to this I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Lauren, who, uh, Lauren Jocelyn, who, mm. um, whose son, I don't have a son's name, but drew a lovely p- poster for her with uh, Pac-Man. And it was saying, eat them up, mum. And it's got four little ghosts that were packed on chasing. And uh, I love mum on it. Full Christmas. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I do think we, I've heard it in the past that, oh yeah, I listened to this with my children. And I was like, really? You probably shouldn't listen to us with your children. But <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Should, we, should we do something very PG and talk about numbers now? Let's, yeah. let's get into One it. plus four is five. <laughs> so um, yeah, we've had 22 races this season, including uh, London and Hong Kong over weekend. So first of all, looking at London. So for the men open, it was the uh, fifth fastest race so far, um, looking okay. at the, the average time. So that's after the three Spanish races. So, you know, you're not going to get faster in the Spanish, are you? <laughs> yeah. As we know. Nope. And then for the woman, uh, not, not, it was the 13th fastest, so about halfway down the pack of races so far this season for the women open. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. So fifth overall, what, how, how many uh, races have we had so far in the season? Twenty-two, yes, twenty-two. Nathan did say that. Sorry, <laughs> I just wanted. So we are in the top twenty-five percent of races. Is is the is the takeaway for that? Yes. I, I want, but you said that the women's is a slightly lower position. Do you have any insight as to why that would be at all? Uh, no, I, 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 no, I don't. I'm afraid that's fair. Yeah. I mean, could we could we possibly guess at uh, at what? Being on a on a second day of an event, do you think there's anything any difference in kit that would happen? Mm. Like, do you think um, I don't know, carpets actually not getting rolled up, rolled down, um, chalk running out? Like, is there anything that you think would have been applied to it being a second day? I feel like this is like a teacher asking me a question and baiting the answer out of me. <laughs> I, ben, I don't know. Do you know? No, a genuine question. Oh, right, I, yeah. Okay. I, I wish I, I wish I had a, a theory for it, but you would have thought it's pretty much the same, right? Well, actually, I did look at it station by station. Mm. So if we've got a bit of conspiracy about the carpets, the men for the sleds, both for push and pull, were about 15 to 20 seconds quicker than the season median times. And, well, um, for the woman, also, um, the sleds push and pull were about 20, 10 to 20 seconds quicker. Wow. So it doesn't suggest that there was a slow up in whatever okay, is so yeah, the Yeah, the, the improvement was the same across both yeah. both categories. Yeah. Well, I did look a bit closer to home as well, so not just the season. Mm. And uh, we've had the Birmingham race and uh, Dublin race in Ireland. 
and their sleds were slightly on the other side of the season averages. Oh, really? Uh. So they were about, you know, themselves about 10 to 20 seconds slower. So then if you're comparing London to, say, Birmingham, mm. they're about half a minute quicker in London. So anyone who's doing Birmingham, L- London may have... May yeah. have felt that London was maybe a little bit a little easier. Bit yeah. You know what? That's uh, good enough evidence for me to open Conspiracy Cafe. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, uh, just like that. Oh, wow. Fresh sure. bats of Raisin Bagels. There Ra- you go. Raisin Bagels. Um, There's a franchise open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we're franchising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Nathan, can you, can you tell us if it's London is a quick course, like overall, like average times? It's the fifth fastest, yeah. Fifth fastest, but like, in terms of like, I'm completely fucked. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) But like, on the day, I was trying to, I was trying to make the link to like, on the day, all the athletes were saying it was fastest. I think, I think there's no question that the level of athlete at this London was outstanding. You look at the times, Mm. so many, if you run 65 minutes, usually, if you run under 65 minutes, you're probably going to be on the podium Mm. at any race in Mm -hmm. any in any age group, probably. Mm. At this race, if you ran 65, you came like in 50th place. Yeah. I mean, that's that just tells you how good everyone was. I mean, even Tom spoke about podium in uh, a couple mm. of years ago with his time that he, he got this week and, and he yeah. came in 200th place. So I just think the level of athlete yeah. has, it w- was definitely a step up. And I just think you, you can see on social media, like the reaction to yeah. this race, it is everywhere i mean obviously i follow a lot of high rocks people but it just feels like it's exploded everywhere and that makes perfect sense to me because let's be honest if you are a international athlete you are going to london you Mm. are not going Mm. to birmingham or manchester (laughs) as you know and everyone loves the nec come on you know, you know as, as, much as, as much as the UK HXR uh, with Ian K love to joke about how sick the North is, it's just it does not have the same appeal. I'm sorry if I'm opening a, a can of uh, contentuality there. That's not a word. Do you sell that? Yes, <laughs> we sell it all. Sprays on the bagels. Look, look, it, it, it is the way. If there's an event in London. Yeah. People will travel to that. And you saw that with uh, the Manchester Worlds in summer. People flew to London, experienced London, and then went up to Manchester or vice versa, like did the championship in Manchester Mm. and then spent a couple of days in London. Because it's just a better, like, destination. It just is. I mean, okay. Kev, don't don't lose too many listeners yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now, Max. Everyone's going to be like, yeah. and yeah. goodbye, Max. But but I'm you, happy you you're but, to but but sure, yeah. You can see that foreigners would be perhaps more attracted to London. Let's than, let's turn it around on us because yeah. we were looking to do our next High Rocks weekend. The destinations we were looking at were Madrid, Malaga, uh, Malaga. Well, Spain races in general yeah. quite appealing. Berlin, um, Berlin. You know, I don't see. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm not going to say. It. Yeah, careful. <laughs> Pick your hometown or something like that. Um, but I think I think there is some validity in there just being a high caliber of athletes because it attracted a lot. Loads of people, of people went to Barcelona, for example, yeah. didn't they, the week before? Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Sun, sun and high rocks. Yeah. Right? yeah. Nathan, of course, we we spoke about earlier or in the previous episode uh, the High Rocks 
Thunderdome, uh, the Colosseum-like atmosphere that was created on the Warble Station. Um, I'm curious to know if that made any difference to the average time of the Warbles for the athletes that finished. I don't think so. So a season average for the Men's Open for Warbles is 6 minutes 30, and it was just 4 seconds slower in London, so it didn't seem to make much difference. Okay. Mm, so slower in London? Yeah. So, slightly slower, yeah. yeah. So everyone's just enjoying the atmosphere yeah. more, perhaps. Yeah. Soaking just like up. soaking it in over yeah. that, that last 4 seconds yeah. over the finish line. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Witness me. One thing with a Thunderdome is you are a little bit further away, right? So mm. you ca- you're not quite close enough. I don't know. Could I, you that hear is a anyone? great conspiracy already. Yeah. I, Sorry, what what is this conspiracy, Nathan? So the fact that you know you can't hear your friends actually cheering you on. They've got a great view uh, of you, but you can't. Is the overwhelming noise that uh, is similar to the sound of thunder as good as personal encouragement that is mm. available without a Thunderdome. Well, we, we actually caught up, Max, we caught up with um, Christian on the Friday, and mm-hmm. he was actually mentioning about how the audio in the Thunderdome is more localised than compared to the whole race. So you're only really meant to hear the MCs in the Thunderdome. But he was also talking about how the DJ was meant to be dipping the music um, so that when there is a hundred warble finisher or something like this, it actually he wants to elevate that atmosphere more momentous, and yeah. make a more a bigger yeah. moment of it. So I'm now I'm just wondering whether did that in its like did you lose some of that everyday well every athlete that finished did they get that same level of like oh my godness like did it feel as chaotic as it used to do at other races? I mean we're only talking four seconds here, so we can't really draw a conclusion, but. It's no. it's interesting to to note that 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 is an area that they do want to build in the experience even more, and I think there may even be plans to bring like a spotlight at some point. So if you someone is coming in like world record holder, if or like something, if you are or, like Mikey and yeah. you are on track to do a hundred warbles unbroken, a spotlight will shine upon ye. I mean, imagine God, that, that would really put you off, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> put you off. I mean, would it? I I think you I, don't want to be the guy. I have that to say, breaks. like, like. You're, I'm I'm in the zone because the thing is, is you're you're focused on the target and you're in the zone. Suddenly, if a light shone on yeah. me or something, I'd definitely miss the target and then I'd be out of sync. And um, think? I think so. I, I think worth so. It, worth it for the content. I mean, it, it depends. Hunter would do even better, yeah. wouldn't he? <laughs> you know? Everybody's looking at me. I, and I know it. I think I crumble. <laughs> yeah. I, wonder, I wonder how many people like, they get the spotlight and it's like, oh, what. Like so, if you like if you got the spotlight and then you didn't do the hundred, you'd be like, ah, oh, shit, everyone's yeah, looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look, we we mentioned this last episode. It's uh, a huge, momentous change. Not like the mm. other things, the the small nuances. This is a big new change. Mm. Uh, they think they just need a little bit more time mm. to to iron out the kinks. Yeah, exactly. I think um, one of the things that I'd like to put to the audience though is. If if this hundred warbles thing is to become like a big thing, are there any like parallels that we can draw from the Ryder Cup or from when you go and see darts at the Ali Pali and you shout one hundred and eighty, like when something big or momentous happens? What what would people actually? What could people do to celebrate that person? I was going to bring this up actually because is it, can, can we can we create some kind of uh, rock zone first here? by uh, starting some kind of chant? Because I think that's the goal, right? To have something... It's like in hockey when everyone throws their caps onto the the ice rink. Yes. 
It's yes. like, oh, it's like, yeah, 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 the man's yes. done it. Yeah. Yes. Or like the beer goes up in the air, like, oh, oh yeah. Yes. Uh, that would be mad if every time someone completed 100 so, warbles, yeah. everyone just threw beers yeah, in yeah. The air. I think <laughs> just, it. Is so it would just be though. raining beer. Yeah. Yeah. Carnage. Carnage. And then Mikey there in the zone trying not to break focus <laughs> and there's beer cans <laughs> flying around. <laughs> I mean, Max, uh, James Kelly offered you six months free training, right? At the relay. <laughs> so maybe he would extend that offer to. What? To everyone, yeah. to 12,000 athletes. <laughs> and James Kelly <Pilly> is broke. <laughs> Sorry, James. Um, but I was, I was thinking about this. It's quite hard to put a chant together. Mm. It works for elite athletes because the elite races, it's very clear who's... <gasps> who's. What if when you finish and they're like, because everyone's going to do the countdown, like five, four, three, two, one. And then, we, and then everyone shouts, rock zone out. Like they, they finish the race. I mean... I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. Consider it done. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I mean, if anyone else has got anything better, uh, suggest it. In. And everyone hums the theme tune. You hear that and all of a sudden, like, Mikey's eyes dilate even more. and He's even more zoned in. I would be in that case. I'm going to do yeah. 150 yeah. warbles. Well, if you've got an idea, I'd love to hear you pitch it to us. If you, like, pitch it to us via text message on at Rockzone Pod, but if you really want to go the extra distance, I'd love you to pitch it in an audio note. It's a big ask, but if you're willing to do it, there's a good pair of socks in there for you. Oh, yes. Um, this has been one of the longest and most interesting sexy science segments uh, to date, I believe. Um, and taking a less London-centric view, and perhaps excusing my ignorance for being so London-centric earlier on in the show... Nathan, let's let's go to Hong Kong, shall we? Because something else was happening outside of the UK, believe it or not. Yeah, so looking at Hong Kong, for the men's open, it was the uh, third slowest of a season. And oh, for, wow. For the women, it was the uh, second slowest. So wow. Singapore still being the slowest one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense because, uh, again, referring back to what Tom said earlier um, in the previous episode of he would have podiumed with the same time that he got this time around two years later. High Rocks is a race that requires um, as much experience as it does mm. uh, just diligent practice and training um, ahead of, of every race. In new markets, especially new, completely new cultures. Yeah, so APAC is emerging as hell. Where, where, where these kind of fitness trends aren't as developed yet. It makes sense that the competing athletes there perhaps aren't as well-versed yet as um, more... Uh, I, w- I don't well, want to say developed parts. Well, I think it's also Maybe just less passionate about it. Well, it's, maybe. Also, it's also like yeah. we've hit like the mainstream here. And so mm. people who have experienced athletes in CrossFit or in triathlons are turning their attention to high rocks, where if you think about in... Uh, APAC, you're probably getting the people who are, oh, I'm interested in doing this, but you're yet to get those, the the real like professional athletes turn their attention to it. Do so we know that? It's a hypothesis. Oh, hypothesize away. Yeah. I think I, that that was where I was going to leave oh, that hypothesis. So, it's the hypothesis cafe. Yeah. You're, Hypo- you're, oh, <laughs> you're trying to take my business. <laughs> yeah, I park my little van here whenever I want, okay? Oh. <laughs> Ben's pulled up with a little, like, on-the-go stand, yeah. 
Don't want... eat these bagels. Eat my my hot pot or hot dog. My falafel. I was going to say it's falafel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from the falafel van earlier. Oh god. Um, so yeah, I'll be selling hypothesis falafel. <laughs> Uh, whenever you want. Um, Nathan, I think that's all for this week, isn't it? That is all. Thank you so much for shedding some numerical light on what a wonderful weekend of High Rocks it was. My pleasure. Um, <laughs> and music, and please, hit the music, Mikey. <laughs> and finally, one big favour to ask you guys. Um, we're looking for our next Rock Zone challenge. Yep. Last time, we raced in Svoots in the relay. And mm. now we're on the hunt for a challenge for potentially Manchester. It might, it may be a different race. But if you've got any crazy ideas of what the team can get up to, uh, preferably not eleven high rockses in forty-eight hours. Yeah, yeah, that would be ideal, right? We'll do twelve. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you won't. We do twelve, but we all dress as hunter. <gasps> we all dress as the same person and hand. But we're asking the anyway. people for ideas. Yeah. So please, <laughs> um, if, you could, if you could send some ideas into at RockZonePod, uh, we'd love to hear them. Uh, there's always a pair of rock socks on the line for you. Um, if you do come up with a good good one, there's also a place for you on the team if it some way fits. Yeah. If, yeah. if you if you want to if you want to sign us up as a relay and you want to want to join, well, hey, we'll yeah. make that happen. Okay. It just needs to be something that is memorable. Yeah. Even if you have to lay down on a stretcher and we'll carry around the whole course. Like, that could be funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, send them in to at RockZonePod. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Have you got anything else to plug, Max? Um, do we have anything else to plug? No, I don't think so. Uh, we can leave it there. Uh, thank you, everyone who tunes in. And uh, we'll catch you next time when uh, we might be looking at what happened in the Scandinavian zones of some HS. <laughs> That's German as hell. Yeah. Maybe we it go gets to... a little bit confused sometimes in Europe, okay? <laughs> Maybe we go to Europe. Trades <laughs> for eins. Roxon out. Roxon out, ja. Roxon out. Boom. <laughs>